Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, um, there, uh, you know, this is the last episode we're doing of the Worst Fans in Baseball. We just found out. Nick died today. Um, it was pretty bad. Um, How did he rum- die? There's a lot of rumors going around. It's um, kind of sad. But, uh, uh, you know, some people think it was uh, he took his own life. Some people think it was, heard some rumors about Aaron driving. Um, but the truth is he... Uh, Nick died trying to suck his own dick, and I know what a lot while of while driving. Are, yeah, while driving, <laughs> and uh, I want you all to know that uh, you know, in all in, you know, this, in all the sadness that's coming around, he did succeed. He did suck his own dick, but uh, he paid he paid a heavy price for it. Um, we're in the you know, in the biz. That's what we call a uh, creamless cannoli. Our yeah. Nick. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, to uh, uh, you know, we're, we're the services will be held at Olive Garden because <laughs> <laughs> when you're there, your family, your family, as uh, his dad also won fifty bucks from me because he betted that he would outlive his son, and Joe Scarpacci is at least a million years old. Turns out he will live forever. He is Judge Holden. He is the personification of war. And, uh, <laughs> moment of silence for our fallen brother, Nick Scarpacci. Anyway, Cardinals right. lost today. It's pretty sad. So, but we won the series. Spe- <laughs> yes, we did. Speaking of speaking of. Uh, uh, inhumane tragedies. Yes, the Cardinals only took two or three from the Reds today. Um, they showed some fight. I don't think this was our best week. Um, you know, beating the Reds two nothing, and then having finally a comeback win with Tommy Edmond going yard for his first career uh, walk off homer uh, is uh, was pretty neat. But uh, you know, it's a team. I think we should have. Uh, Really, kind of blown the doors off of, and I know the Reds have been playing better since their three and twenty-one <coughs> start. They're a five hundred team since that horrid start after winning today. But uh, you know, I hey, you know, yeah, we won the series. But nice if we could have, you know, kicked a little more ass than uh, than what we had there. But they did show some resilience. Juan Yepes is still pretty awesome. Um, he's up to he's got a up to hitting two eighty his fifth home run today. And uh, you know he's still looking. He's still looking sexy, Josh. He's still looking like a sexy man yeah. out there. Take take those high socks away, and I might bust a nut. Yeah, I mean, you you might do what Nick did and try and suck your own dick and die as a result of it. 
from from watching Juan Yepes's play. I mean, when's the last time you ever heard of you know? I know baseball aside, when's the last time you ever heard of a guy trying to fillet himself and uh, and die from it? Well, I, I don't remember anyone dying, but I do know in the show Nip Tuck, uh, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper breaks his back trying to suck his own dick. And yep. that's why he goes to the doctors, because he wants to enlarge his dick so he can suck it. Yeah. So that's really the last time I've heard. Nick died like Nick died the same way, you know, a guy could die in a hacky FX TV show. And it's, man, I don't think we're, you know, it's not like the podcast has to end, folks. It's just that this is such an embarrassment that Nick, selfishly, would... <laughs> Would hog all the would hog all his hog to himself and not offer us. We we could have helped him. We could have got him therapy. We could have, you know, got him in touch with a plastic surgeon. We could have we could have sucked his own dick for him. But no, you know, he wanted to he wanted to go solo. Nick was, you know, let's eulogize our friend here, Josh. From what we know about him, Nick was a Nick was a pioneer man. He was a trailblazer. He was willing to go it alone. On a lot yeah. of things, okay? He did things. He was, you know, the way he died, I guess we can call him Crank Sinatra here. You know, he was doing <laughs> things his way. His way, baby. That Nick Nick went out doing what he loved, which was sucking dick. At least it was his own, which makes him only a quarter gay and mostly Italian. So <laughs> you took my blood. You would find me as Canadian little german in me but nick is mostly italian and a quarter gay for that so Mm. he he did it for pride month he did it because he's a good liberal good progressive boy and uh you know i don't want to pin i don't want to pin this all on the gays but uh (laughs) (laughs) but maybe he'd still be around you think i don't know you know that's why hate crimes happen is because you know these these goddamn liberals, Josh, get their yep. flags out there, and it Ooh, makes who's going to fill in for a show? I don't know. Here. It makes it makes sensible boys like Nick Scarpacci lose their minds and try and suck their own. This is why. This is why Ron DeSantis had to pass that bill. This is why Texas had to go all proto fash. It's to protect. It's to protect the children. Protect people like Nick from. All this, all this gay, all this trans agenda, you know, as Nick would say. <laughs> and because, and because this was so infectious, Josh, because <laughs> the trans agenda is strong. Okay, the Rays beat the Cardinals, and Nick tried to suck his own dick. That's that's it's. I see a correlation here. Okay, I think I think my logic sound. You know, I mean, just. Never know what anyone's going through until you yeah. know something like this happens. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm forty and I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, that, no, and you know, honestly, we should have caught it. We should have caught it a lot sooner because we just thought he was joking when he uh, kept saying he was going to kill himself on TV. That if Paul DeYoung got called back up, he eat a bullet. That if the Cardinals did anything with Gorman, he'd try and suck his own dick, even if it meant killing him. We thought that was a joke. 
Okay, even like the times he would send Polaroid snapshots of him just like trying to curl up, and we're like, "Ha ha! Look at this guy trying to." You know, f- we thought he was pretending to try and suck his own dick when he would send us those photos. See, but, like when he tied that noose that one time in front of me, I just thought he was a Boy Scout and was like really good at tying knots. Yeah. Little, little did we know that, you know. Yeah, was- and you know, it, and you know, as someone who who you know we shared we have shared lovers in the past when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to tying knots nick was also really good at loosening knots i mean i know the women and fellas out there and they said nick he knew, he really knew how to clean out someone's garage if you know what i mean okay <laughs> he really he really knew how to he really he really knew how to unpack uh, unpack and move okay that's <laughs> Nick knew how to loosen some knots, and you know he just—I don't know, man. It's just so sad, you know. You never, you never, you, yeah. You're right. You never know what someone's going through. You know, they could be battling depression, they can be de- battling anxiety and stress, and they can just be consumed. They can be obsessed with just wanting to suck their own dick during Pride Month. So, you know, this. this yeah. uh, Pride Month is kind of like the purge for guys like Nick. Like, 11 Italians, months out of the yeah. year, like 11 months out of the year, he's going to be straight as an arrow. But Pride Month, he's going to, you know, and he bought test that. out his fellatio scales. God, skills, he, I should say. And he kept trying to make you dress like Vito, and he kept calling himself Nicky Cakes. And I just thought it was, <laughs> I thought he was just being cruel, like calling you fat and shit. But, like. He kept, he would he, like that time at the comedy show. He came dressed up like a volunteer fireman. He was like, "Let me, let me, <laughs> let's go back to the diner and make you some Nikki." He wanted to take you on a picnic and whatnot. I'm like, I'm like, this is a this is an interesting <laughs> bit, Nick. You're really in character here, but man, like, it just, I don't know, man. I don't. I feel I feel partially guilty for this. So, I understand that. Do we share? Do we share blame for this? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, like all people who are um, holy and sacred, Nick's going to be back for the next episode. He's, uh, you know, he's going to be in the tomb for three days. He's going to roll a rock around, and he's going to be coming out, cock out, and oh, come on, ready Josh. for round two. Josh, Josh, Christianity's a lie. It was made up. Um by I don't it was it, it was made up by Penguin's books to sell more Bibles. I don't I don't it would be a miracle of epic proportions if we got to an episode what what episode are we even on? We're on the final episode. Fifty five? This is fifty five, I'm pretty sure. Let me look. You know. Yeah, this is fifty if if we have an episode fifty six, man, I you know what that proves? You know what that proves? If we have an episode 56 and Nick is somehow on this episode again, on this, it, it, you know what it means? It means you can... Good consi- season. Yeah. No, it, no. <laughs> no, yeah. More like good throb season. It means you can suck your own dick and live to tell about it. I mean, if I was God and there was a guy who died trying to suck his own dick while driving, while also autoerotically asphyxiating himself... I would be like, you know what? We're going to send this guy back. I am interested in this television mm-hmm. program, and I've got to see what he's going to do next. You know, it's yeah. kind of, I mean, 
This is why Steve-O hasn't fucking died, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve-O might be God himself. I mean, I've had a near-death experience. I, I, a woman I loved and care about, we were driving back from, uh, uh, from, uh, from a show, and you know what? She, you know, I, you know, I told her, you know, you kick the seat back, baby. I'm going to treat you right. And I gave her reverse roadhead. Okay. That's where you're driving and you go down on, you go down on your partner. Okay. You go down and then you die. And you know, I, she didn't make it, but I live to tell about it and I swapped the body. So that way I was clearly a drunk passenger and she was a sober driver. So, you know, the FBI doesn't statute of limitations already passed. You know, I'm in the clear fuzz. I'm in the fucking clear. Oh, dude, this is very unrelated, but speaking of a statute of limitations, yeah. I had a professor at SEMO who voted in Alabama um, when he was, like, 16 for Ronald Reagan because he hated Jimmy Carter so much. Jesus Because Christ. Jimmy Carter pulled out of the uh, Olympics. <laughs> and He, he pulled uh, out the what? Like, whenever Jimmy Carter, like, didn't um, allow, like, the U.S. to go to the Olympics or some shit. Oh, yeah, the... Um, the uh, Protests over the invasion of Afghanistan. Yeah. And then he the was USSR like so was like, mad. we'll protest you, you. <laughs> he was so mad about that that he committed voter fraud by voting for his dead uncle who was still on the voter rolls. And he knew what the Dude. what the laws were then. And he's like, I can talk about this now. The statute of limitations are over. So, Man, you should talk that's... about it louder so everyone realizes that Republicans uh, cheat at elections. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's a nice guy. He's a, he is a nice simple guy. he's a simple man, has a cute little dog to bring to class. He he's a good guy. He's a yeah, he's a simple, old, adorable, racist man. That's what he he's a <laughs> he's an adorable racist old man, most likely. Yeah. My ex girlfriend would always I'm not sure if you ever had like chicks like this, but they would always like my ex would talk about like how adorable old people were in the same way that like you would be shopping for them at like the Humane Society. She's like, look how adorable that old man is. I'm like, he's in immense pain. I can guarantee oh. you right now. He is. He needs a good he's, home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 dear. He needs to stop being shaped like the letter C is what he needs to be. He needs some fucking <laughs> chiropractor. He needs to be put out of his misery. All right. Every day on this earth is another day of existing in pain. Just complete, ter- complete tumultuous pain is what it is. Old people, I don't know if they are cute. I like, I find them cute in the aspect like that they're like, "Hello there, would you like some lemon cakes?" And then when you take a bite of the lemon cakes, they're like, "Ooh, yes, can I talk to you about the Great Replacement Theory?" Or how, how back in my day the schools were separate but equal. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> it's always some crazy shit like that. Like I, you know, I would work in a cell phone sales forever, so I deal with the most like. Uh, the uh, the the most fucking prejudicial uh, sea urchins in the world, but like there is like one family out of Marble Hill that I love, and they're not like that, and they're like free spirited, and like the husband was like in Vietnam, and he's like, gee, I was I was a patrol boat. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, god damn, that's heavy. He's like, yeah, war is fucking terrible. I'm like, damn, dude. And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, we would love a gay daughter, and if we had, or if any of our kids were gay, we'd love them, and all this other shit. We have dogs. 
And they just like we have retired. They re- retire. One of them works like a part time. Yeah, if one of our dogs was gay. We would beat the shit out of it. <laughs> one of our cats was trans. We would support it. <laughs> and you know what they say? I don't believe them, but you know they say there's two genders: cats and dogs. <laughs> one out there. That's what this apparently fruity Canadian. Uh, professor is saying but i i think i think that man needs to get out needs to get out a little bit more and like that's the only like old people i've encountered like, see i like this. the old people that uh do the whole like i'm 104 and i drink a dr pepper every day <laughs> they're like wow dr pepper's keeping you alive and they're like well the dr pepper and the hating of the jews and the blacks <laughs> that uh keeps me I'll... that keeps me going keeps me in a I... fight <laughs> I drink a Diet Coke and say slurs at my TV repairman. <laughs> Dude, my friend, uh, one of my best friends in, in high school, his his grandmother was so fucking racist that uh, I think it was a direct TV technician, but she needed someone to come over and work on her cable and it was a black dude, and she fucking hid from him <laughs> in her old own house. <laughs> own house, like, help me, someone interrupt me. I'm like, what? And when he told me that, I'm like, she could, like, look at his shirt. She, and he, she's, my buddy was like, she did look at his shirt. She thought he killed a charter technician <laughs> and put on his shirt. Like, Are you out of your fucking mind, man? Old people growing up in, like, a world, not, like, just, like, technology, just, like, a a world that's, like, has, like, some kind of, like, repercussions for just being an asshole, like, is just brilliant. Like, they're just lost, Josh. It's, they're lost, the same way that you, like, slap, like, you slap a child's hand for, like, trying to take candy from someone else in a kindergarten class, and they're just like, (laughs) what, what, this isn't how it's supposed to go down, this is... This isn't the this isn't the world I grew up with. Uh, I'm supposed to get as much candy as I want. I'm supposed to be able to segregate the nuts from the chocolate. Oh no, uh, this isn't fair. Like I love it's a birth in reverse, man. Like the older you get, the more infantile you come. And you, you know you have to have someone wipe your butt. You have to someone check on you all the day, feed you, tell you not to say slurs to the TV repairman. Like that's that's what getting old is. That's what it is, baby. Unless you're Joe Scarpacci. Which, in this case, you bury your son who is trying to suck his own dick. And you have to live with that shame (laughs) for the next hundred years. Because he ain't dying soon. He ain't dying soon. That old weathered piece of jerky. That smoked meat. He ain't going down anytime soon, right? Right? Yeah, I guess so. You're really just trying to get him to hate you even more. I think he likes me now. He uh, he was doing. Uh, Nick was saying he uh, was saying. Sorry, Nick is dead from trying to suck his own dick. Nick was saying that uh, also when we already went through Nick's things, and it's a hundred percent true. A ton of Nazi paraphernalia. I we thought it was a bit, but really, Josh and I called it. <laughs> Josh and I called it. We we could. Nick was a proud boy. Also, he had cereal. When they found him dead, they found cereal crumbing out of his ass it was terrible um yeah, yeah it's well, just a terrible terrible way to go you know and was his suicide as much about pride month as much as it was about the january 6th com- committee hearings i mean i i really think like the door was about to come down on him you know yeah well he he was set to testify he was slated to testify so yeah. and you know he didn't want to snitch on anyone and i don't think it was suicide josh i think he just like evil Knievel seeing a bus out in the wild, he he just went for it. He just tried to jump it. 
And uh, unfortunately, you know, um, this part is 100% true, but he's got a massive member, and it just got just got lodged there. So, you know, it's you know it's unfortunate. But you know, back back to Joe Scarpacci here. Okay, he's going to live forever. He has to deal with the shame, and you know, he's the only old person I think that won't uh, become more infantile the older he gets. That man's going. We we saw the photo of him. Nick shared a photo of like yeah. his dad. Yeah, it was really cool. And of course. It, they're all Italian, so it's literally a photo you can smell of all the of all Joe Scarpacci and his fifteen fucking brothers and his dad, and of course Nick's dad is the only one there with his shirt completely unbuttoned, and it was hey, what's so wrong with Maron. Uncle Julie? <laughs> Uncle Julie, come on! I'm gonna I'm gonna raise three kids. One of them's gonna die sucking his own dick. I know it. I'm telling you right fucking now. Yeah. So three pigs and a kid. Three pigs and kids. It's like three okay, baby. We gotta talk about a little baseball. It's just twenty minutes making fun of Nick. Um, you know, some some baseball tidbits. Uh, the NL Central's awful right now. That's really fun. Brewers yeah, finally Brewers. snapped their losing losing streak. So, you know, that's good. I guess for if you're a Brewer, um, we knew I'm it was still, gonna happen though. With them. Yeah, I mean, well, they're too good at pitching, and you know they need a little bit more injuries on that pitching staff for exactly. completely unravel. So, um, um, you know their emergence of Eric Lauer has been good for that team. Um, Peralta's bound to come back eventually and healthy. Um, but uh, when it comes to the rest of the division, I mean, it's just going to be us punching them in the face for the rest of the. Rest of the season, we have one of the weakest schedules for the rest of the year. So, yeah, you I'm know, glad we. Sorry, uh, go I'm ahead. just glad go that ahead. we got our shitty like aging center fielder uh, issue solved before they did. You know, we had we had uh, Dex, and then they went out and got Lorenzo Kane and overpaid, just like yeah. we kind of did. And now they're kind of in the dog days of that shit. You know, man, he's. Isn't he making like twenty plus mil a year? He is. Um, yeah. I tell you what, I wish we solved was uh, our shitty DH problem because uh, guess who hit their fifth and sixth home runs today? They had seven RBIs today. You know no, it. I, you I fucking know, know it. You fucking game. know it. Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Hello. Carpenter, uh, Carp's got a one dot right now in New York hit, hitting out of their uh, uh, Mickey Mouse uh, out, uh, outfield. Although, you know, New York's got a hard uh, stadium to hit home runs in if you're not a straight-up dead pole hitter. They have, some, they have some spacious gaps. But Carp um, hit number five and number six this year, former Cardinal. Shout-out. I'm happy Carp's. I'm happy Carpenter's got himself a, a fresh start, and I'm happy he started over Josh Donaldson today. And has already got more home runs than Josh Donaldson. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. and he didn't have to call anyone Jackie and then throw his team under the bus for not fucking defending him when he was being a prick. So, <laughs> that was my favorite thing to come out of the Josh Donaldson thing is when he came out and said he was hurt that his team didn't want to come out and defend him so virulently for him just being a fucking asshole. Like that was awesome. <laughs> well, dude. And the thing with Carp is that I mean, like, I know you talked about how Yankee Stadium is 
uh, you know, there's some gaps there. But at the same time, I mean, all he has to do is fucking pull the ball and it's out at Yankee Stadium. I mean, and that that right field is nothing there. Yeah, I mean, right at the, you know, you have like that, I think like that 20 foot between the, the pole and the rest of the wall where it's just, yeah, I mean, it's 318 feet. You know, it's a, it's two short porches, you know. And I know Yankee uh, <laughs> Yankee Stadium, Yankee fans get a lot of guff for it. But, I mean, you know, every – I wish more stadiums were like Kauffman and – I hate to say it, Bush Stadium because it's just here's a baseball field, no weird-ass quirks about it, tear down Fenway Park, put a fucking toxic – nuclear toxic dump there where it belongs, okay, Tear down all these goofy-looking fucking... Tear down Comerica Park. Why the fuck do you need a 420-foot center field wall? Like, what is wrong with you? Okay. Like, just make a normal baseball stadium. Yankees mostly have that. It's just really... It's really pinched in at the corners. And Carb's got a swing for that. It's perfect swing for that. Or, like, even in fucking Houston and left field. I mean... Oh, my God. The Crawford boxes. Holy shit. Make or break uh, Jose Altuve's fucking uh, fucking power numbers. There, I'm genuinely yeah. curious. Let me see. We don't really prepare on this podcast, and that's kind of how I like it. Um, I wonder if Baseball Savant has like exactly where Altuve's hit all his home runs at home, because that would mean he is. Like, I don't know, fucking lucky, lucky as fuck. Who is the guy for the Astros whose, like, thumb got chopped off or some shit? He was, like, either, he was either, like, a third baseman or he was, like, a left fielder. He lost his thumb? Like, there was something weird that happened with his hand. I gotta look this up. Uh, Toro? Astros player losing thumb. Thumb. Just says Carrera suffers some injury. Um, mm. he would, like like he had a. Uh, you making shit up again? You can gaslight. Maybe maybe no maybe I hallucinated this, but there was like oh god who was it? I just gotta look at their roster in like two thousand nine. Huh. Uh, yeah, when I type it in on the old Google, it just brings up George Springer and fucking um, Carrera. Holy fuck, they had Miguel Tejada in 2009? Yeah, man. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Or Tejada, man. Remember when it came out, he lied about his age, and he was actually like 100. Carlos Lee? Yeah, I don't think he fucked up his hand. Carlos Lee was fucking awesome, dude. There's a guy for you. He was really fucking good, man. He became one of the first Astros with a big contract, I thought. He got like, um, he was making like, I think 11 to 15 mil a year. I don't even know if uh, Backwell got that. Yeah, Carlos C got a $100 million contract. What did Bags get? More like Jeff Shagswell, am I right? Hello there, I'm British first baseman <laughs> obsessed with Pooh Nanny, Jeff Shagswell. <laughs> my aunt, you want to hear about my OPS, which is on pussy, <laughs> pussy slobbing uh, percentage? 
Yes, it's clearly over a one dot. (laughs) I'm Jeff Shagswell. (laughs) Yeah, Bags made $100 million his whole career. So, yeah, Carlos Lee, I think, was like... uh, yeah, no, he, he I didn't. think he was the first first major like mega contract to get a uh, to be given for, uh, to a player in Houston. Yeah, so he didn't lose a finger, but he did break his thumb in six or his uh, pinky in six places on his Ooh. left hand. Man, he broke his pinky. Geez, like, I remember he had like a fucked up finger. I just for some reason I just filled in a blank with yeah, it got chopped off, and for some reason I was thinking like I think a dog did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why my mind was filled in the gaps with bullshit here, man. And speaking of broken pinky size things getting lodged in tiny animal throats, do you hear how Nick died? He died trying to suck his own dick. It's I know I don't want us to dwell on it too much, but it's just really sad that. Well, I just thought he, he left... would have learned when he tried to when he was you know paragliding and he was trying to eat his own ass while he was doing that. I mean, he almost died doing that last year. I mean, not yeah, even man. a year ago. We got him therapy for the it. Got him therapy, and uh, he insisted he was doing better. He insisted he was doing well. But, you know, he relapsed, man. He relapsed and then prolapsed is what it is. And <laughs> he, he tried to eat his own ass. He tried to suck his own dick. And, you know, we... We sat him down. We had a we had a we had a Nick invention. Like, hey man, like we love you. You're 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 one of our best friends, Nick. We're close to you, man. We would do anything. We'd go to the ends of the world for you. But you got to, got to, put oh you you have got to put this dream to rest. And we don't want to come between anyone and their dream. Okay, not uh, Josh. I mean, we're we're all we're all victims of capital. Okay, we are we're part of the capitalist machine. That just grinds you down, overworks you for little pay, sends you to the, has you, you drive a hundred miles. It feels like a day, Josh. I work a job doing retail from ungrateful people. Okay, it and it, it's a job that we're we're all grinded down in the bone dust. And so when anyone sees their shot, sees that that window, that open window to reach through it and grab their dream, we're not here. To 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 step on that, but Nick got a little obsessive, man. He went way too far. It started with that time, he, yeah, when he hang glide, and he actually did was able to eat his own ass. And he was like, "I got to go further than that." <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, and then we would he we go into his house. He's got a diagram on his wall. I'm like, that's. Nick, you're renting. This is you're gonna lose your deposit over this. He's like, <laughs> if it's a landlord, they're gonna steal from me anyway. And he's got this diagram with base. Dude, Nick, I never knew Nick. One was good at geometry, and two actually was awake in college algebra class. But the dude had drawn and graphed everything to how he could physically suck his own dick. I, he was obsessed, man. That became that became his dragon he was chasing, okay? That was his that was his white will, his Moby Dick, one one would say. Okay. He was yeah. chasing he was he was chasing after maybe not his white whale, but in the end he was he was definitely chasing after his own white hog. <laughs> uh, his own little cannoli. Yeah. Man, it's it's a classic tale. 
a man versus himself, right? You know, his own obsession. And his dick just personified his obsession with 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 wanting what what he sh- should have realized was bad for him, what he realized he didn't need. But he wanted he wanted it so bad. And that eventually yeah. like today, today on June June twelfth, twenty twenty two, Nick Scarpacci folded himself in half like a New York pizza and sucked his own dick and died. And he left us this podcast. Yeah. I I don't know if I'll ever forgive him. What about you, Josh? I think I can learn to forgive him because I'm still I, holding out hope that he'll be here for the next one. <sighs> I think I really I want to forgive him. I do. I don't think the story's closed on him, man. I th- I think he's coming back. No, no. He's dead. He's dead and gone. This will be the last episode. Maybe second last. Maybe the next episode will be at his funeral because they'll have like a little half pint casket. Because from what I hear, they couldn't get his mouth off of his dick when they found his body. So they're just going to have to bury him like that. And Nick insisted. (laughs) Nick told us no matter what happened to him, he wants an open casket funeral. This is going to traumatize so many people that come to his fucking funeral, man. I mean, at the very least, his parents, if he's in that position, they'll be able to save on, like, a casket. They can just put him in, like, a sterilite tub. Yeah. Well, it could be a good warning because, you know, Joe Scarpaccio there would be like, look what my son did to himself. Look what he did. No, no, no. Keep the casket open. Let this be a warning to you, Tommy. Let this be a warning to you, Josh, and everybody. Look at my boy. Look what his greed and obsession did to him. This could happen to you. <laughs> well, it's just sad. I can't think of anything sadder. I mean, I Holocaust. That's pretty sad, but I, I, I don't. I, I didn't have a best friend in the Holocaust that died trying to suck their own dick. Yeah. Nine eleven. You know. Pretty sad, but Pearl no self, no self sucking. No, there was a guy in Pearl Harbor. They actually found his body in the USS Arizona, but that was uh, I didn't know him personally. I felt now that I now that now that this has happened with Nick, I do feel like I do know him. You know, because I'd be like, man, I get it. You know, yeah. all those seamen, all those seamen laid to waste. From that one guy who was on radar duty, who could have detected the entire Japanese assault and warned everyone, but when they found him in the control room, he he was sucking his own dick. <laughs> he was sucking his own dick. Mm. Mm. Just depressing. But Nick, Nick, if I'm you're hearing this, you. buddy, yeah, dude, Nick, if you're hearing this, buddy, you know, just we want you to know that we love you. And uh, we accept you, you. We'd suck you. We would have sucked you if you asked us. All you had to do was um, ask, buddy. Tom would have, su- have uh, no, sucked you. We would have hogged you down. <sighs> but you hey, didn't have to. Yeah, Nick is coming back. If Matt Carpenter can rise from the ashes of the Rangers farm system, Nick Scarpacci can cheat death. Like I said, God wants to see more. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it, Joshua. Well, no. This is, you got to have faith. 
Matt Carpenter has hit all but one home run at home. So, he loves Yankee Stadium. By Baseball Reference War, did you know Tommy Edmond is leading B-War? So, that's pretty cool. If you go by Fangraphs War, that's not happening. But uh, 7, 8, 9, top 10 Fangraphs War are Cardinals. Edmond, Goldschmidt, Arenado. And Nolan hit a bomb today. Finally got himself a tank. Yeah, Starting to get himself a little bit more right. So that's what's up. He's a streaky. Like, he's always consistently decent, yeah. but he is a streaky fucking player, Nolan. I'm going to look at something here because I saw it pop up, and if Nick was here, he'd be mad um, and, and upset. But, you know, but first he'd have to slap his own dick out of his mouth. But let's take a look here. They had listed... Defensive run save. Yep, that's what it is. I knew it. They have Cabrian Hayes with more defensive run save than our boy Nolan. So, ooh, a little controversial there, don't you imagine? I certainly do. Yeah, a little bit. They gotta. I don't. They gotta. They gotta. They gotta pick one or the other. I feel like on fan graphs, you have outs above average, which they also like. They have total defensive runs saved, but like they also have, well, defensive runs saved. So it's just kind of odd. I think DRS is a good one. Defensive runs saved. How many runs they've saved? Total amount of runs saved. I think that's good. Cabrian Hayes leads all third basemen with 11, and Nolan is second with 8. So that's kind of cool. Although Nolan is ahead of... Outs above average and runs above average when compared to Cabrian Hayes. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Mr. Mr. Hayes will be the next Nolan Arenado defensively in the National League when Nolan hangs him up. Um, but you know, I just want to point that out there. Pittsburgh has a really good prospect. Uh, or sorry, well, he's not prospect anymore. They have a really good third baseman. I can't wait for them to fuck that up. Shout out to our Pirates fans out there. Rum, rum bunter, cum Fucking, bunter. Yep, more like cum, cum dumper. <laughs> yep. Oh. Brendan Donovan rules. You know, we can't stress that enough on this podcast. We love Brendan Donovan. He he scores that fifth run in the inning, uh, in the ninth on that Yepes homer. Had uh, He was down 0-2, and he, and he worked a walk. Against Edwin Diaz's brother, which was kind of interesting. Um, so, you know, Alexis Diaz came in, pitched, throws just like his brother. Really cool, really neat. Donovan works the walk. Yepes comes up, hits a tank, and then Pujols strikes out. But, you know, it happens. It's good. But Brendan Donovan needs as many everyday at-bats as humanly possible. That kid is so good. They played him in right field today. He's yeah. A, Super utility, man. So, and, you know, Tommy Salami is, aside from that walk-off, he's been keeping his average around that 280 mark. He's been really good. What do you think? Yes. Now, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I want, you know, I know it's a good vibe season, and I want Mm -hmm. Albert to get at-bats, but, fuck, I just really want to see, like, all the kids play. Like, I want... Donovan to be in a lineup every day. I want Gorman to be in a lineup. I want Yepes to be in a lineup every day. Josh just wants to watch 
Kids play everybody. <laughs> I tell you what, I call <laughs> I call on Josh Thompson right there, hanging out by by Immaculate Conception Church while the kids are out there swinging on the set here. <laughs> I go over, I bang on his van door, and Josh, of course, answers one handed. I'm like, "What you doing, Josh?" He's like, <laughs> "I just want to watch the kids play." It's funny you say that because my mom's house is right. Like the backyard is Cape Christian School. There's like a creek nice. between it. So I used to go in the backyard and uh, smoke some things and just like and watch ki- the universe play out and see these kids running around screaming. And was like, that was kind of peaceful. There's a skunk on the playground. <laughs> some cool yeah. kid out there is like, no, man, that's fucking weed, bro. That's fucking some 18 year old fifth grader. <laughs> That's fucking, that's fucking Kush, bro. Let me tell you, that's fucking Kush. Aren't you a little old to be, to still be here, Chester? Nah, dude, nah. Why do you keep getting, why do you keep getting held back, man? Why do you keep getting held back? Oh, no, because I fucking. It's a fucking. I keep putting Pornhub on the school computer, so they always hold me back a grade, baby. Come on, <laughs> come on, Chester. You're you're really you're so much bigger than all of us. You're really you get way too excited. I think you might hurt one of us. You shut your little fucking mouth. Come on, Chester goes over to your fence. He's like, "Come on, bring me that good shit. Come on, bring me that good shit, Josh. Give me that shit you got there." Would you have sold to those kids? It. If those kids came over and are like, "Can we buy some off you?" Would you be like, "Sure"? Eh, probably not. Because I think that's been... a, it, it's not a high school. I mean, it's not like a K through twelve. It's like a solely an elementary school. I don't even think the kids they have kids there that are like older Come than fifth on. grade. The world's full of pain. Let these kids get fucking high. It's hard <laughs> being a seventh. Or, it's hard being a second grader, dude. Holy shit! You can't you can't cuss during class. You that's have first communion stressful. Up. Yeah, that's stressful. You have to be. You, you have. You're scared about going to hell at a young age, man. Get those kids some weed, man. Mellow them out. You know what? Ha- when kids have like attention deficit problems or any or high anxiety, they give them speed, Josh. They give them fucking speed. They give them Adderall. Adult drugs. They give that to kids. And what you could have offered, I'm just saying, is a medicinal plant that. While highly criminalized uh, in, in black populations in the United States, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal if you sold it to a bunch of white Christian kids. Okay, Josh? At worst, a slap on the wrist. And you could have helped those kids out. The same yeah. way that if someone sold Nick weed when he was a, a, a young boy, he probably wouldn't have tried to suck his own dick and die. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but yeah. It's, I've, uh, Chekhov's, it's Chekhov's dong, okay? There's a dick on the first page. There better be a dick on the last page, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I like never sold drugs because that always seemed too stressful. But You I, look like you'd be a terrible drug dealer because you would I'd get be really, I'd be really town. on time, though. I'd be really on time. Like... <laughs> Which, 
That's like the best. I mean, that's the most frustrating thing about a fucking plug. Is you're like, yeah, man, I, I'm on the way, and it's like eight hours fucking later. You're like, were you driving from Maryville, Missouri? Is that where you were? Because that's yeah, my uh, drug hours. dealer, my drug dealer Josh is very punctual. When I showed up, he had it. He was jotting down in his planner about his next stops, and he scolded me for being two minutes late. I thought I was working on drug dealer time here, but no. Punk- no, sir. Fucking punctual, the punctual drug dealer. That would have been you. I just see you as someone like if the cops try to shake down and they ask you something, you would just be so fucking bad at lying. Be like, who's your supplier? Be like, I don't know, guys. I just found it. <laughs> so I, thought I, could, I thought I, <laughs> I, I was selling. I was selling to help my uh, help help my grandma get pussy surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Now, officers, would you stand in the middle of a rejuvenation? Yeah. Would you do that? Do you not care <laughs> about our seniors? <laughs> their enhanced interrogation method is to tickle you because you're adorable. They just start tickling you to get information out of you. Like, tickle his Matt. Tickle his, tickle his Pillsbury boy. And they hold you down. And start yep. tickling you all over. Like, oh, my God. Raul. Raul. I'm getting it from the sun. <laughs> you snitch on them because they're tickling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no. oh god i'm so sorry i'm so you're throwing up my mom's oh, old oh, oh. my mom's yep. old next door neighbor thought i was selling weed which was like no lady nope not doing that because i thought i had covid like two years ago so this was you know i was basically ordering all of my food to the house and once yeah. i got the all clear i still had like a few days left until my next shift so, a couple of times, I mean, I was working it like twice a day, like lunch and dinner uh, to the house. And, you know, I was ordering from the food delivery service that I worked at. So, I knew all of the drivers by name, had stuff to talk to them about. So, mm-hmm. she thought I was making a drug deal in the front driveway for like 35 minutes while I was talking to this one driver of ours, which I'm like, I don't know if you've seen any drug deals, but usually those are pretty quick. You don't oh, hang very. around with a middle-aged guy in a red Hyundai Sonata out in yep. front of the house just talking for I've watched, minutes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've rewatched The Wire a hundred times. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. The motherfucking hoppers, let me tell you. Let me tell you, son. Mm. Yeah, that lady was how, fucking psycho. She was the worst. How is, how is Tyler O'Neill doing since he came back from the I.L.? He's fucking killing it. That's what he is doing. Yep. Entering today's game, he had a 960 OPS. Very nice. He was in 368. Um, we're just counting today, if I remember. And we're just counting the game since he's been back in those stats, right? Like, not. I mean, that's not his season yeah. average. No, so God, there's no, 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 no. Yeah, there's no way. He was dog shit before he went down. No, yeah. He's one for five today with two runs score and a K. But he he's he's still he's finding ways on base, which is good, you know. Um, you know, a uh, 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 <laughs> moratorium uh, on our top ten list. Uh, I think we fucked up putting Tyler O'Neill at number one for left fielders. Um, I I I'm hoping. Um, that he turns it around and makes us look um, less stupid for this choice. 
Um, everything else, I think, has been perfect. Yasmani Grandel has not been a disappointment. <laughs> God. Neither, neither has Marcus so Simeon. Neither has Marcus Seaman. Dude, at all. Marcus Simeon's turning it around. He's been playing pretty good ball the last like three weeks. When he finally got his first homer 40, 40, uh, 40 games in with that granny, I was like, okay, maybe maybe there's some hope. He went 0 for six today, but like, you know, he's on track now for he's got six he's got six tanks. He's on he track three for sixteen. In one game, or one yeah. day, because he had a doubleheader. Yeah. He he may, if he gets a little bit more he gets a little hotter, uh have a shot at uh um twenty. So, you know, he might be able to turn around and, you know, uh um be 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 more productive than what he has been. Um, I mean, I take pride that they won today, and I, he, even though he was 0 for 6, I, I like to imagine, um, you know, he channeled whatever energy possible into uh, into Luis Robert. <laughs> Aggie, did you see this play? No. <laughs> uh, Tony LaRusso is going to get fired, and it's going to be funny. Robert is on second in extra innings, okay? Um Jake Berger comes up, hits a hits a bomb to left field that's caught right in front of the right in front of the uh, the wall. That is out number two. That catches out number two. Robert tags up from second, and heads to third. They're down by two runs. His he doesn't matter, but he goes. The throw comes in. He beats the throw, then comes off the bag and is out, and the game is over. <laughs> I think he's doing his best to get Tony Larusa fired, and I think it's great he's doing that. So but, Tony can go back to doing what he does, what he loves doing, which is drunk driving and passing out underneath street lights. But that's why Chicago's so good because they have so many fucking street lights and stoplights in town. Well, that's why I he's mean, struggling to manage. He's just he's like uh, he sees a street light, he just downs a bottle of wine and crashes it into a bus stop. And then he's there all day. He doesn't have any time to plan. They, there needs to be an intervention with Tony LaRusso. <laughs> Just like we needed to intervene with Nick sucking his own dick. Come on, folks. The parallels are. Don't do that. Yes, obsession. <laughs> Don't be obsessed with it. Stop chasing after your own. Man is in love with sucking his own dick. Man and listening, man. To the, <laughs> listening to the leftist cabal telling him that sucking your dick will help you, whereas the truth is you shouldn't suck your own dick. It will kill you. You have to keep your mind on bigger things in this world other than your own selfish dick out there. You need to clean your room. You need to stand up straight, stick out your chest, straighten up your shoulders, young man. Because if you do all that, then you are physically incapable of leaning over, breaking in half, and <laughs> sucking your own dick. And Josh, this is going out to you because you had two lesbians help you move in, which is an embarrassment for your manlyhood, young man, that you would need two women who think they are men because there are two genders out there, men and lobsters, and you needed help from two, from two, and I, and I say this lightly, from two bulldog butches to help you move furniture in to your friend's house. You, you young man, are obsessed with sucking your own dick when you do things like that. Just like your friend Nick, you need okay. you need to, you 
You need to be stronger than that, Joshua. You need to stand I, up. I'm gonna cor- I'm gonna correct the record. They're not butch lesbians. They're actually both beautiful women. Um, well, I mean, it's sweet. Oh no, uh, one of them. Uh... Oh God, I I don't want to sexualize her. Nice nice hips, and the other one is very sweet and very incredibly funny. Incredibly funny. They're a great match. So. Wait, have you met them? But yeah, I've met them. They're the same fuck. Do you have more fucking lesbian friends out there? Which which of my lesbian friends have you met? Callie. When'd you meet her? I've met her a couple times. You brought her to uh, comedy at the shows. Comedy club. You, uh, you yeah. fuckwad. You fucking you fucking <laughs> f. You fucking well, d. We haven't really hung out all together. Eat shit. But, yeah. Uh. Well, keep in mind, you know, Jordan Peterson would call them butches and and levy systems in Netherlands. So. Oh, dude. I was oh, listening wait. to uh, Bert's podcast, Bert Crusher's, yeah. and he had uh, Stavi on. And they started talking about Jordan Peterson, and Bert's too stupid to realize Jordan Peterson's a hack and is actually yeah. just like a total <laughs> moron. Um, and I could hear the tone of Stav whenever that got brought up, just wanting to hold back and just call Bert <laughs> like the d- dumbest person alive. He's like, no, I think Joe oh, Pearson's like really interesting. And no. So yeah, I, stuff I, was nice. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason why I, well, there's numerous reasons. There's a reason why I hated doing comedy and that's interacting with comedians who have to, Constantly remind themselves that they are truth tellers and that they are trailblazers, that they are modern day philosophers, and yet, like Dave Chappelle is a, uh, what's the timestamp? Tell Nick to bleep this out if he's not dead at five fifty. Dave Chappelle's a fucking retard. Okay, hey, great analysis on issues of race. I think that's awesome. But like, when let's be honest, he's a hateful bigot against like trans people. Uh, that's for goddamn sure, because he's run this bit into the ground, and everyone wants to treat him like, you know, no, no, this is what he really meant. I'm like, okay, quit licking this dude's feet, for Christ's sakes. Like, quit carrying water for someone who definitely you're you're attributing way more defense for than what they actually believe. Okay, he is not that smart. This fucking idiot voted for Andrew Yang. Okay, let's comedians these days. Uh, I I. You remember, do you listen to Majority Report? Did I ever get you to listen to that at all? Uh, Thor used to listen to it, and I did a couple of times, but I don't know. Okay. Sam Sam Cedar's good, but... He's great, and Sam Cedar... Political. Yeah, Sam Cedar was a stand-up and a, a comedy writer. You know, he did work, like, at Barry Crimmins' club, of all things, too, and... And, like, he, he mentioned something, and this is mainly, like, with the Iraq war going on that kind of, like, resonated me and kind of really, like, I think channeled, like, or not channeled, like, kind of really, uh, I think, kind of uh, uh, summarized, like, my frustration with stand-up. Say again? Like, pinpointed. Yeah, he definitely, yeah. He, he was precise. It, the, um, and this is this doesn't go for everyone. This is just me in this case and, like, my 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 hiccups or my hang-ups with it. Which is that, you know, the kind of humor I want to do was what I was doing whenever I was student teaching, which is being somewhat informative, somewhat like uh, 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 
uh, moving or enthralling, but mostly like authentic and funny and wacky to a degree. Like, and I, it was hard for me to write that because anytime I do it, I would act wait. It would get too political and it just becomes preaching. And, you know, yeah, obviously you don't want to do something like that and say it in front of people that just agree with you because that sucks. You want to go up and be funny. And so I kind of ran sure. into this. The, the thing I ran into is like the things like I want to uh, uh, talk about make me angry. And the things uh, I want to make, and when I, and the things I, I make fun of when I'm angry about. I feel like I'm not like I I shouldn't I shouldn't be making fun of if that if that makes sense like I I don't I my crisis with it came with uh uh it was it's hard it's hard to want to do write write the things that was interesting to me that I found interesting and make them funny because all it made me feel like was way way less of like a uh, way uh, way less invested in the world around me than in, than I needed to be, and so like I decided that this wasn't going to be healthy for me doing comedy. It wasn't going to be healthy for you know it. De- it wouldn't be fair to anyone that listened to me, or fair to any comics around me too, because I'm going to take up slot time to go up and have like a semi nervous breakdown, you know, or you know, doing a bit. You've seen like my my bit or my 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 fucking uh, my performance before but but like it just became i don't know it just feels like like i had like having that level of self-awareness to be like i these things are these things that i want to poke fun of and make fun of like they they're it doesn't accomplish anything to do so whenever i want to whenever i'm trying to portray myself or whenever i'm trying to be like more like emotionally and politically invested in this type of thing and it like frustrates me seeing like you know uh comics play up this hey you know i'm both a a a work i'm i'm in i'm in tune with the the working man i am i understand how people are you know i am a modern day philosopher and then whenever they're criticized for being fucking stupid or having a bad take or supporting things that really are 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 bad or being a bigot they say hey you know step back i was just joking i was joking (laughs) what the fuck are you you're no george carlin carlin was an anarchist carlin's as far left as possible these fucking goombas don't understand that they play like middle of the road uh, right-wing griff shit is what they do. They have to portray themselves as not belonging to an ilk. But the problem is when they walk this centrist road, they walk this middle of the line trying to do this trapeze act, you know, they're still picking an ideology. They're still pick making a choice. And it's dangerous. It's dumb. It's it's pathetic. So and you know, as someone who's been considering uh going to one of the open mics, you're uh really uh Crushing my vibes, man. <laughs> man, just go up and like be be self aware. I think is what it is. Like, I think a lot of times it's just like there's no like self inventory with no one takes. I think self inventory when they do it because comics are very defensive. I'm very defensive. Okay, you criticize their joke about this or that, they take it as like an an affront. Like you're they take they think they're Poland. 
all right, and you're you're fucking coming through Konigsberg and blasting through uh, uh, Silesia and just murdering murdering all the townsfolk. When really it's just like you have an audience; they listen. They don't have to like everything you do. And yeah, this is feedback. You should take it as being helpful. Like, well, you know, just be self aware, and you know, just go up, do do what you want to do if you want to do it. Go up and be funny and wacky. That's I, I was having more fun when I was doing that before COVID. Whenever I was trying to just go up there and just, and when I would write jokes that literally had no bearing and were just stupid, when they were just fucking puns, those were good. See, like I, you know, sometimes like what I sent you yesterday—that stupid bit about you know what porn genre biblical characters would be into. Yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, like I'd like to do that one just. Because I know it would not do well in Cape, and I probably would get like yelled at by you know people in the crowd. And then when I'm getting yelled at, oh man, that's that's how you take up minutes and you do some crowd work and piss them oh, off Jesus even more, Christ. and then maybe get stabbed when you're walking out you, to your car afterwards. You, but all in a good night's fun in Cape Girardeau. You 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 you're you you're not an agent provocateur, Josh. Mm. Like when I. I used to an do this bit. Agent of chaos. <laughs> You're an agent of chaos. You're up there taking shots, taking pot shots, mind you, at these at these people's beliefs, these things that they they have ra- been raised on their whole life for generation after generation, raising their kids, their children, their ilk, their seeds, and you want to call them out. You want to make them feel downtrodden, to make them feel guilty, rotten guilt to the rotten core. That's what you are, Josh. You are a worm. You are nothing but a little worm burrowing through the, the, the rotten apple core that is, that, that is masculinity with your, with your feminist hive mind talk. You are, you are an usurper. You are an usurper, Josh Thompson. You are here. You are here. You are here to. You are here, mind you, to break the balance. The balance. The mold that has held humanity together for for thousand for a millennia, which is that man is man, and woman is woman. There. It's not that hard, Josh. Men do lobster all the heavy lifting. Lobster crab. Lobster crab. <laughs> Consider the lobster, <laughs> bitch. All right. Oh. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think like stand up, especially today. I wish Stav would have ragged on Bert for like that Jordan Peterson thing. But like you know, Joe Rogan, that side, and you know, even Tom Segura to a certain degree. Although Tommy's. His family are well, kind of deep. They well, they went through that like weird cancel culture fa- uh, phase on oh, their yeah. show. That was annoying. But they 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 the reason why I still like them. They 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 stick to their guns, which is just being dumb and having fun. And like the Joe Rogans out there, the fucking anyone, the Bill Mars, these motherfuckers entertaining the fucking. Legion, well, not even Big J Ogerson, but Luis Gomez and all these fuckers. The Jake Floreses to go to the other side of the aisle. Like, it's just, it's exhausting and obnoxious to me. And honestly, I like, I feel like your, 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 your activism that you portray on stage is inauthentic 
and I think it's just it's harmful, uh, you know, in Flores's case because he's I th- you know his ideology is right, but he's just a fucking narcissistic whiny baby. I think, like from what I've gathered. But then uh, on the, the other side, side, you have yeah. like De Stefano, who's clearly doing a character when he does his like right wing bullshit. You know, like, yeah, he's, like that's clearly a character. You know, I. Th- I even think Tim Dillon is finally starting to get a little bit better about that, but like he, he he's a he's a huge purveyor of that type of shit too. When he would have to like walk the middle and be like, "Oh hey, if I make fun of both sides here, what I'm saying is that I I I I I am a sensible human being who can make my own decisions, but really what I'm doing is creating a false equivalency between two political." political sides of the spectrum and what i'm doing is equivocating that both sides are equal when one side wants to commit like hypothetically or not hypothetically but realistically like genocide against trans people and the other side just wants to sniff your daughter's hair looking at you joe but looking at you joe brandon let's go brandon (laughs) well you know at least like with tim um, I will say that, yeah, he definitely does get a little, like, I, I, I don't want to say hacky, because that's not what his comedy is, but the whole, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna rail against Jeffrey Epstein and call, you know, the Clintons child molesters, but I'm also gonna go ham about talking about how, you know, Republicans helped create the subprime mortgage crisis, and I'm gonna talk yep. about that at length. You know, it's like, And that shit's awesome. That shit and his role in that, because he 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 was uh oh what the fuck did he do? God damn it, I had a brain fart. He sold, he sold. Yeah, mortgages. he sold. That's what it was. Yeah. He sold he was subprime mortgages. <laughs> like he was. One oh of my the god, perpetrators of it, coked out yeah, of his mind. It, oh, he had a he has a great bit about like people like why don't people want to work these days? And he calls he calls I think a, a Sonic. And he asked them, he's like, I'm interested in a job there. Oh, I've seen them, that, like, what yeah. <laughs> How much do you make there uh, if you're a, what is it, a bellhop or whatever? And he's like, oh, you yeah. make like five twenty-five an hour plus tips. Well, how much do you typically make a, a night in tips? $20. Oh, $20, you don't and, say. And can I take onion rings home at the, at the end of the yeah, month? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you could take a shake. Can it be a large shake? <laughs> Which is... That's a that's a great that's great in terms of like political calls. analysis on it. We should get him on the pod. Let's squash the beef. No, let's. I I just want to call like random businesses on this podcast and be like, oh, we want to be like, like crank anchors. We can do that since Nick is clearly dead from trying to suck his own dick, and we're in charge. You know, I said back. this is our last uh, our last episode ever, but maybe we we'll rename the podcast. You don't know that. You're not God. You fuck. I am. What if God was what, one of us? What if God had took my toys? Just uh, a cum slut on the bus. That's a good one. You know? Yeah, that's a good one. Hell yeah, but, uh, brother. Uh, I don't know. Comedy's weird, but at the same time, like, I kind of know who I like, and I know what to expect from you know the podcast I listen to. Like, I don't expect Bert to have like a ingenious perspective on anything but i do expect him to like hype up some sort of like you know 
cool product or something stupid that he's been using. You know, it's like the whole, yeah. I'm going to put a stick of deodorant in the fridge. I've tried that. It is phenomenal, especially <laughs> when you get out of a hot shower. Like, just stupid shit like that, and then just laughing at how unaware of things he is. Like, It's kind of a bummer, fun. isn't it? Because, like, you're like, oh, this is just supposed to be the, this is supposed to be stupid hour fun time. And then it's like, Jordan Peterson, I think, is an interesting guy. I'm like, oh, God, please just, yep. I, why are you making me choose between stupid fun time and saying, please do some research, for Christ's sakes, please. <laughs> when I used God's to drive for DoorDash, I would have uh, Ashlyn with me in the car sometimes, and I'd put on two bears. Oh, you would take your girlfriend to work day? That's so adorable, I would. Josh. I would. And then I'd get my Schmeckelakayam oh. out, and then I'd get a Oh, you'd uh, give her the suck, old suck. reverse road head is what you would do? Yeah, I'd get, is that I'd, what I'd you get, would do? I'd get the reverse reverse road head, which is just oh. road head. Which yes. is where you're driving, you guys just stick your assholes together. That's how you do the reverse <laughs> reverse. That's what we call an old double toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, I, I'd be driving. I'd put on two bears because she likes Tom and she likes Bert. So I would put yeah. that on, and I'd be like, "We we would take bets in the car. Like, how soon into the podcast is Bert gonna reference cancel culture? How long is that gonna take? Oh, and does he do that like, a lot? Well, he used to. It was like literally okay. like within six minutes. Because that shit's exhausting and gay. <laughs> it really, is. It like, really is. I mean, we we say controversial shit on this, and sure, we don't have the following of their podcast where we're going to get called out immediately, but at the same time, we're not saying anything that's hurting people. We're just poking fun at and being... I mean, it's we're so ridiculous with our bits that it's like, what, um, you know... What are you going to get mad at me about? This is clearly hyperbole that we're doing. It's There's nothing... Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the... I mean, what would people get mad at us that we say the R word from time to time? You say the R word from time to time. <laughs> sorry that I that I say the R word from time to time, and I say things are gay. I'm like, all right. I mean, well, this you know this hurts our movement. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll stop. But well, like, I'm gonna try and get away with it because it's fun. It gives me catharsis. So sorry, you know. Um, yeah. One last you know, thing I, about Bert. Uh, I just have to, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, yeah. So in that episode with where he had Stavi on his podcast, he literally asked him at one point, you know, Nick Mullen, right? <laughs> After he'd already said how much he fucking loves Comptown. He's like, he's, he's like, you know, Nick, right? N- Nick Mullen. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Nick. We're buddies. I'm just like, no, I don't know the fucking my podcast co-host that I've been doing yeah, my for friends with. <laughs> okay, folks, when something like that happens in real life, why get mad at me when I say retard whenever like how am I supposed to like react to that? Like if Stavi told him that he was that, like would you blame him? Would you be that upset? Like <laughs> Yeah, you, I think you like know, word Nick, police. Nick Scarpacci, right? Say, yeah, yeah. Nick Scarpacci, the guy who died sucking his own dick. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Yeah, I think like you know, guy. hearing from like mar- when marginalized people say don't say that it's that's harmful. Then like I take that way more to heart, like on a bit or just word or just anything. Then like it's mainly theater kids and white women that say it to me, 
and like those are two of the worst opinions to get on anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just, God. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, I'm a white woman. This has to be all about me. God damn it! These fucking methods extended stay and the, there's a family above me and kids and they're jumping up and down. It's fair. I am awake. I had a tattle on them. I felt terrible for it, but they were driving me nuts. I wasn't sleeping. Anyway, like, theater kids are the worst because, you know, they're, you know, Harry Potter. Everything's a performance for them. They're always acting. They're lying. They're always lying, okay? And uh, and uh, white women are the worst because they're clearly agents of chaos trying to uh, bring Look down the mas- the mess the mask the masculine order the the patri the patriarchal order of how things <laughs> should fucking be so. motherfucker so white is uh, white black is black <laughs> gay is gay dicks are small it's not that hard <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck his daughter Who's? Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela P- Peterson. You ever seen her? I don't know. No, I've never seen her. Let me look her up. <laughs> you know, t- type in Michaela Peterson Lobster, and you'll oh, understand. Oh God, she why. spells her name fucking M I K H A I L A. Oh, I already hate her. I hate her yeah. so much. Fuck. It's like the many times has out bitches spelled Brittany or Rachel a hundred different ways. She did like the yeah. all meat diet. Oh my god, I'm only a year older. She's born a year before, or a uh, um, sorry, a day before I was. Dude, I'm destined to fuck this chick. She kind of looks like she kind of looks like the chick from uh that you know that show. Where it's like the firefighters, and it's the same guys from Super Troopers. It's like Tacoma FD oh, her, or yeah. something. She kind of looks like the chief's daughter a little mm-hmm. bit. Eh, I mean, she's pretty, but her dad's a psycho. And my girlfriend's dad looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. but Oh, is, God. Has the emotional, it, like, is so emotional that you can't t- talk any shit to him. Otherwise, he'll... Oh, God, if she her, was so. willing, if, she, if this was consenting and all that, I'd take her down to the pig farm, dude. I fucking... Ooh, I'd hog her down so... Mm. Fucking mm. crazy, crazy bra that only eats meat and dresses up in lobster lingerie. Uh, I'm fucking into that. She's this is my dark twisted fantasy here, dude. Maybe we should you know. set a Nick up with her. We can't. He's dead. What we can do is I can dress up like Nick and uh, not <laughs> suck my own dick, and then I can then I can get in with her. I can get in her guts. Mm. Imagine if you were the fill in for his show. Like you just go up there, like boys. I got it. <laughs> mm. And, you know, to make sure this is baseball-related and everything, when it comes to, like, you know, guts I want to be fucking all up in, Brendan Donovan's play discipline. Okay, that's some guts I want to be in. <laughs> I was right about one prediction, and that was him. I knew mm-hmm. he was going to be good. You nailed like, that he- one. That was a good call, by the way, dude, because I thought – I thought you were a little dick for that whenever you were like, yo, no, Brendan Donovan's good in spring training. Like, huh, okay. Haven't heard well, of like, him. I, he is I completely he under the radar. He's not even listed on MLB pipelines or even on fan graphs like uh, top prospects for the Cardinals. Yeah. And that's but, why I was like, what the? Who's the fucking Brendan Donovan chode? Why well, does Josh, he was, why does Josh I mean, want to fuck him so bad? 
he like he he's a little older for a prospect. He, but the thing is, when you looked at his minor league stats, the guy hit at every fucking level he played at. You know. Yeah, just no nothing eye gouging. Like he was just always around. You know, eight hundred OPS, but he got on base. Yeah. There you go. And he's consistent. It doesn't really. He didn't really seem like changing of like the minor league level ever. Really like yeah. brought him back to earth. Like he just stayed consistent, which. For a util, you know, a super utility guy, that's exactly what you want. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't want feast or famine. I just want solid production, which is why I love Tommy Fam or Tommy Fam, Tommy Edmund so much. Yeah, he's just solid. You know, you can put him wherever too. Juan Yepes is sitting at a seventy seven ninety nine OPS so far in his time up here. Gorman is solid. still yeah. Gorman sitting at an eight twelve. So those three guys, the three boys we brought up here. How would you, how would you rank them so far, uh, this uh, with their time up here on the show? I'd probably go Gorman, Donovan, Yepes, one, two, three. But Yepes is, I mean, I like him a lot. Oh, just, sorry, not rank, uh, rate them. Sorry, rate them. How do you think? Like the order. Yeah, like give them an A, like, a B, pretty good, not good, doing all right. Oh you know, God, which, I. I th- I thought you said uh, R A P E. Oh, <laughs> and okay. I was like, oh, that's oh, a, that's fuck, a... Mary, kill Gorman, Yepes, or Donovan. Oh. All right. Well, I'm certainly not marrying Donovan, given how we know who you Nick probably would kill feel if he about was my dad. Yeah. Um, Nick so... would kill Yepes because again, we found Nick's secret box underneath his bed. As well as a removable bookshelf that led to a basement with, you know what, <laughs> hanging up, and also a terabyte of you know what too. So Nick's gonna Nick would serve a long Matt time Gates in jail. Edition. Yeah, the Matt um, Gates edition. So I would probably let's see, I'd probably marry Yepes. Mm-hmm. I'd probably fuck Gorman, and I'd probably have to kill Donovan just because. I mean, I. I love the guy, but I just think it's uh that's a relationship that's gonna end in end in disaster, you know? Yeah. But not in terms of his uh playing career. Uh, still very high on him, obviously. As uh as we wind this down, um guess who's kinda tearing it up in the minor leagues right now? Uh Mason Wynn. He's been doing well. Paul no. DeYoung. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old Polly Polly Walnuts is uh, starting Boys to turn it Gomez. around. So makes you wonder: Is he going to come up whenever someone gets gets hurt? Me, I mean, he can hit all, as well as all he wants in the minor leagues. Okay, but if he's going to be trade bait, he's got to show that he gets hot a little bit at the major league level. If we're going to get some good valuation out of him, I mean, we can trade him as is, obviously, but. I think we'd get a decent bullpen arm out of him, which we could use because McFarland can, and Verhagen and Whitgren are all garbage. They are. Um, so far, DeYoung and 110 ABs down in the minors. Nine homers, 29 stakes, 841 OPS. He is What's red hot down there. His average, 245. So. Okay. But he was but he the, started off slow. He started off very slow, but now his power is back. And his mom is, like, so supportive of him, too. It's 
truly amazing that our friend who died from trying to suck his own dick, Nick, uh, got blocked by her on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) That is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like, like. I don't even know if Paul DeYoung has a Twitter, but just the fact his mom blocked his him. His mom I, being so upset that she told him <laughs> that she's like, oh, Paulie, this fucking grease, this fucking greasy wop was talking, was saying you were a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> this filthy little, this filthy little swamp guinea <laughs> swamp. was saying that. <laughs> this fucking swamp rat this cappy this shit coated capybara was saying that you my beautiful son who made millions of dollars in the major league he said that you were a terrorist and that he, he wanted you to die <laughs> <laughs> Andrea DeYoung I want you to know we meant no hate Josh and I never supported any of Nick's incendiary rhetoric and you know what you should you can have the last laugh because know for a fact that while your son lost his starting job and is in AAA and he's in the minors, he's still alive from not trying to suck his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who are we fucking tonight? Oh, man. I kind of want to fuck Tommy Pham because fuck him for, you know, getting that go-ahead home run that ultimately sealed the fate of the game today. And losing his mind over fantasy football, man, that's not yeah. that story's not old and dated at all. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, fuck, you know, fuck Green Eggs and Fam, fuck Tommy Fam, fuck, fuck Tommy this Pham. podcast this is the last one ever, guys. Uh, it's you know, not fuck we'll trying to back. suck your own dick. Don't do it. Don't Nick do it. Isn't dead. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Big dicks in your mouth is bad for your house. Quote Joey Coco Diaz. You know. <laughs> This guy was sucking a... I knew this guy who was sucking a dick with ice cubes in his mouth. Oh, he was sucking a dick, Joe Rogan. I tell you what, I fucking... He was going on that dick... He was going down on that dick like he was giving it a second opinion. Let me fucking tell you that, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Ha, 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 cock, All right, well, uh, I don't know. Fuck Tommy fam. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good night. See you uh, Wednesday. Thursday. Whatever.